Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Halfback Podcast, our round four edition. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Very, very, very exciting episode this week, at least to the start of it, because look, round one this season to the Halfback Podcast, we dust off the off-season fat, a bit slow off the mark. Round two, came back with a few tidy profits. We were back in business. Round three, though, we've dead set down the Cox Plate Melbourne Cup double. We would have had the Caulfield Cup Spring Carnival trifecta. Unfortunately for the Caulfield Cup, we drew a bad barrier. We got a bit too far back in the run, and one of three failed to fire. Sam Williams, welcome back to the podcast, mate. How are you? Yeah, welcome. It's um, exciting again. Here we go. We're, um, yeah, look, things are going well for us. Hope all our listeners are following in once again. Um, yeah, we've all got different reasons, and that's why this is a bit different. We've all got our reasons behind things. Um, stick low with me, followers, because I've been <laughs> a pretty from everything, um, but still been, um, you know, ahead of the game over the first few weeks. Husey, last week, mate, I was into you about being Chautauqua, not being able to get out of the gates very well. Look, you're still, <laughs> you're still Chautauqua, uh, but in round three or round four, I should say, you were the you were the third TJ Smith version of it, the one that had Gay Wardhouse dropping F-bombs. You came back in unbelievable style. Oh, mate, yes, it, it was an enjoyable weekend, to say the least. Uh, I, you know, the Hail Mary is always, as as we call it, a Hail Mary. Uh, so, you know, you're looking to get maybe a couple of them a year if you're lucky. And, uh, you know, to start off this early with one, I'm I'm very stoked. Mate, it was an unbelievable start to open up start. It was an absolute belter of a second podcast for you for the season. You'll take some serious chasing down from that one. Uh, our quick recap of round three. Sambo, duck eggs, mate. Oh, from three, you, your lock of the week on the Thursday night. You had the eels with the three and a half start. That missed out by, as you said, a bee's dick. Mitchie Moses' goal kicking. had two late attempts at goal that let you down. Uh, that was a killer. Look, you anchored your other two bets with, it's a shining light if you're punting last week, but it, it was an interesting talking point because you anchored it with Alex Johnston, anytime try scorer. He got a line across the line again, I should say. And we were sort of saying, you were saying, oh, I hate going back to the well. Sorry to do it to you, but I know a good thing when I see one. And I sort of mentioned, you know, what if they're going to offer two bucks about one of the best try scores of all time? It makes sense. I looked at it this week and he's crunched into a dollar sixty-five. Yeah, look, we just play it week by week. And as, as I did say, that if you can stick solid and just play the easy play and have a crack at some of these locks of the week. There is a, it's a real way of staying ahead of the game. Obviously 
you get the Hail Mary like Jimmy has, and it makes things a lot easier <laughs> staying ahead of the game. But, um, you look, I think if you, you play the percentages and play the odds over the whole season, you will finish ahead. Hughesy, mate. Time to enjoy enjoy your moment in the sun. You had the Dolphins as your lock of the week, giving away a four point start. A few late tries, and they got away with that quite comfortably at a dollar ninety five. Your hail mary, though, that was the big one. Your roosters. The best thing about this hail mary was you have your line formulas every week. You have your models, and you had the roosters to win by, I believe, yeah, you had them as four point favorites. I think they got away yeah. with this one by two points. So you had the Roosters win as outsiders into total points in the game unders, into Alex Johnston anytime try scorer, into Jackson Borlo anytime try scorer. Twenty six dollars, mate. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll I'll lap in it. Um, yeah, it was quite, <laughs> quite enjoyable, and you know, each week we we t- tend to put our money where our mouth is and actually back what what we said. So yeah, the account was looking good this weekend. Sorry about that, mate. I load on, on my three plays each and every week. Sometimes with success, sometimes nothing. So uh, last week there was a bit of bit of success. I had Reese Walsh anytime try score at two dollars thirty five. He got a double for the Bronx. Very very happy to see that one. Uh, value player of the week also got home. I had a same game multi. The Titans with a six and a half point start into over 42 and a half points scored in that game. I think they had that about 15 minutes into the contest into Khan Pereira, anytime try scorer. He might've even been first try scorer in the game, finished with a double as well at $6.25. So very, very happy about that one. Boys, let's get stuck into our round four plays. We are recording this week on Wednesday night, a few commitments on Thursday morning. So if anything changes between now and tomorrow morning, you know why we've, uh, we're off the mark. Sam, I'll start with you, mate. Time for a bit of redemption. You're Brian Bevan, lock of the week, 65% of our punt this week. Yeah, I'm not too worried what changes overnight. I'm confident with this one because we haven't gone with the try scorer. I've gone with two teams. I think Brisbane Broncos at $1.29 are morals against the Dolphins. And I think the Melbourne Storm at $1.34 are morals against the West Tigers. Both on Friday night, all up at $1.72. It is short. But uh, we went that, um, you know, we can go in any time try scorers as locks too. But both of these sides, I really can't see them losing. The Tigers have been woeful. Um, the Storm at home, I don't see them not performing after their last couple of weeks. And I think the Broncos are going to be way too good for the Dolphins as well. Sam, the Melbourne Storm are obviously the big talking point at the moment. Uh, a pretty, not a pretty, a very poor start of the season. To say Melbourne Storm side that lost in round two, backed it up, conceding 40 points to the Titans, it wouldn't have happened probably in two decades. Mate, you've obviously backed them in this one and the game looks pretty appealing, but, I mean, is there a genuine chance that they missed the eight this season? Because we know they have the star power. We know Cam Munster's back this week. Jerome Hughes is out. Harry Grant's on fire. Pappenhausen back about round six or seven after Jackie Whiten absolutely obliterated his knee, cut the poor bugger. I hope he does come back all right. Is there a chance they missed the eight because their pack is battling big time? Well, the Melbourne Storm theory over so many years has been quite heavily based around their spine and some key players. You mm. think about the big four of the Melbourne Storm's earlier success. Now they've got Hughes, Munster, Grant, Puppenhausen in their spine. They are massive names. Now, it's always the danger when you go down this route that if they don't play then what sort of depth they have. Now, over the years, Craig Bellamy's been good enough to be to ensure that the rest of these players 
are up to scratch and they come in and do their job all the time. But when you when you flirt with this model, if it goes wrong, it can be wrong. So I'm not in the position that I would be writing Melbourne off to say that they'll miss the eight, but that is the concern. that If you lose these key players, yeah, we've already lost Big Nelson as well. He, he'd be on a fair wicket there as well. So, yeah, it is a concern, but I still think that they make the eight. Yeah, no, fair enough. Hughie, we'll move over to you, mate. What's your Brian Bevan lock of the week? Boys, I'm uh, singing very similar to what Sam was saying there with um, Melbourne. I know, yeah, obviously you haven't won since round one, and I think they've copped about 64 points in the last two games. So very un-Melbourne-like, but obviously they're scoring points as well. So it'll come down to, you know, have they reined in their defence uh, over the week and, you know, coming out and obviously against a, a weak Tigers side, I think they can cover the minus. So uh, I'm going to back the minus eight and a half at $1.92. Obviously, with my modelling, I've got them there. So I'm sticking strong with Melbourne still. Sorry, Matt, what did you say your model had it at? I have, I have them 12-point favourites. So yeah. I'm back in the eight and a half. All right. Was that your biggest discrepancy in, in your model for the week? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, that was the biggest discrepancy. Munster coming back was a big helper. So I, I do tend to, you know, try and layer in a couple of little factors as mm. well, you know, over the top of the model. But I think, yeah, so it's a play. One bloke oh, I was dead keen to get into my mine this week was Ellie Katara at $4 uh, until Jerome Hughes got rubbed out for that two-game suspension. He's going to be a big figure in my one throughout this season. He's been a shining light in their four. Patches look good, but his combination with Jerome Hughes, outstanding. With Jerome out, I'm not sure who's going to be on his edge this week, but it could be young Pezzett. So I've held off on that one. Boys, my Brian Bevan lock of the week. I've gone with Ruben Garrick, anytime try scorer at $2.05. Speaking of morals, that's about as close as it gets. I actually really like Manly in this game, and I'm really surprised. Are you, talking about Ruben, are you saying Ruben is the model? No, Ruben Garrick. <laughs> Ruben Garrick is a model. He should he be a model. To get to a rugby league model, isn't he? Yeah, well, now that Shandor Earl's retired. Ruben Garrick, I put a video of him on our Instagram the other day, and, mate, I just had girls commenting saying, how good, good, good a sword is this bloke? I'm like, I know. Can you just appreciate the, the rugby league content for a minute? Ruben Garrick at $2.05, model, moral, all of the above, Watching that game last week, and Sam, I'll throw to you on this one because Josh Schuster at 5'8". Now, there are issues around his game. He's fresh to 5'8". He had one run. He was a bit sloppy in defense at times, but when it comes to punting and picking any time try scorers, I don't give a rat. Mate, his ability to square up the defense and play direct, it is uh, something you know all about. It's one of the hardest skills for a half or a 5'8" to nail down for a bloke that's played as little five eight as he has. I think it's incredibly impressive. And what that does, uh, like I'd, I'd like you to speak more about it because what it does is it ties in the defensive line out the back and it just creates the space out wide. And I think Ruben Garrick is going to have a big, big season this year off the back of him. And then Tommy Chaboyevich sweeping out the back. Yeah, I tend to agree. He's actually impressed me Schuster early on in the season. I, I wasn't, sure how it was all going to play out. We all know I'm a fan of foreign and I thought that they were going to miss him, but he really is doing a big job. Now, from a technical point of view, watch when Josh Schuster goes to the line, he passes off his outside foot. So what it allows him to do is it allows if the defence slide off him, he can run, 
Whereas if you're passing off your inside foot, it's hard to straighten up and go through that and accelerate the gap. So Schuster passes off his left foot, which means the defence can't slide off him. He, he, the way he passed it, there's a lot of skill to it. Not a lot of players can do it. The other player I remembered who, do, who did it really well was Leon Price, the in, a Great Britain international. He had a wonderful ability to pass off his outside foot. Now, not many people can execute the pass consistently enough to do it, but Schuster does. Um, I think he's a fantastic talent. I think they're still, as, as you said, it's a working progress. But in terms of setting up his outside man, he's doing a wonderful job so far. Okay, that's that's very intriguing. So, you know, the amount of hours that you blokes, you and players spend training to to perfect the game, it's just obviously not a thing that can essentially be taught. It's a natural, it's a comfort thing, is it? But playing off the left foot, passing off the left foot? Well, on the left-hand side, the left foot, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, it, it's, it's a skill. It's a very, it's a tough one because you want to be able to see the person you're passing to and be able to find them. You usually open up your hips to see the, see the yeah. person. If you get into the NRL and you've nailed that down, then sometimes you, you can add that skill to your bow, but it's just a hard skill to teach young players early on before they actually have their, their game nailed down because it is a risky play, but he obviously has uh, oozes talent and his skills. So it would have been something he's, he's had in his arsenal from uh, you know, a young age. Okay. Great insight. I love that. Sam, your value player of the week, still unnamed, 25% of the punt. Look, my value play this week, I've gone to the Raiders and Knights game and I've gone with the big front row for the Raiders, Josh Papali'i, to score at any time. So (laughs) big Papa, I think he's going to to come into the season fresh. Now, the big thing is with Papa, he's had a few weeks off to sit on the sideline. He'd be absolutely itching at the the bit to get out there. And I'm really worried about this Knights middle. Now, last week, I think I mentioned on the the show about the Raiders were going to go through straight through the Cronulla middle. We saw that with uh, Big Red scoring a couple of tries. Papa would have been doing that sort of stuff as well if he had been playing. You look at the Knights' pack. I think Leo Thompson's going to start up at front row. Leo got found out on the line last week with the dummy half diving over through a little bit of fatigue. I think they're so light on with the, their middles at the moment, the Knights, and it's the Raiders' strength going through the middle. Taps, um, Big Papa, Elliot, I think that's where the real strength is through the middle. So I reckon Papa will get a chance to isolate someone on the line, and I think he'll go over for a seven point uh, for $7.00. <laughs> for a, a four-pointer. Um, put, put the field goal on his way down. <laughs> big puppy. He actually can kick a field goal. He, he's, he can kick it off his left and right. He's an unbelievable um, skill set for a big man. But, yeah, I just think that the Raiders are going straight through. You can play around with taps as well. Uh, you know, I think that there's some value around these middle forwards scoring tries this weekend. Tell you what, anyone picking big red, Corey Hawes for a double last week, that would have been the Hail Mary to end all Hail Marys. Yuzi, your value play of the week. My value play, guys, I'm going to do a multi uh, three three bets in there. So all based off the modelling. Uh, so I'm going to throw the Warriors in to win at home uh, at $1.74. That, you know, I can't get the line at the moment. So I've, I've gone with just the head-to-head. Uh, and then into South's minus five and a half. So I know that that's going against mm. you a bit there, Timmy. Didn't work um, for you last week with the Titans, mate. So back to your corner. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll try try and take you on. Maybe that'll be my curse for the season. Just any time I go against Timmy, it's just no way. Yeah, hope. just scrap it. Light red line through it. <laughs> red line through it. And then the last one, which is a bit another bit controversial controversial one, is I'm going to take the Dolphins plus nine and a half uh, against Brisbane. I'm hoping for a tight match. Uh, Modeling has. Um, the Broncos are about six-point favourites, I think it had. So, yeah, I'm going to throw the Dolphins in there. But I would actually love your, your boys' opinion, even though I'm not going to change my bet, is mm. on the Kafusi impact and how he's actually – will he be, like, aggressively missed? And, uh, you know, my bet's just no chance. I'll, I'll go first quickly and then throw to Sam because I won't go to my Hail Mary yet, but I've actually got Broncos to cover the line in it. And – I I just think it's yeah so I I love it. I like when we go head to head, particularly around a line where look at the end of the day it can go either way. But I think the Broncos cover it. Sam was pretty confident on the Broncos. Uh, my only concern with I, I think it's a reality check for the Dolphins, who I've been critical of early this season. And to their credit, they've proven me wrong. I tipped them against the Knights, like probably a lot of people did. To be fair. But I just think the Broncos, they'll be out to show that, you know, Suncorp is their house. We saw a few post-try celebrations from a few blokes last weekend. Sam, I suppose, following on from Hughes, my only question mark is something that you've spoken about time and time again, and it's the ability for teams to get up for one week, maybe two weeks. Round one, they had their first game in RL. Round two, their first game at Redcliffe last week. Let's be face it, they played a Knights reserve grade side just about can they get up a fourth week in a row, even though it's a Brisbane derby? Like the, the, the hype's got to wear off at some point. I think Kafusi's a massive loss in terms of getting up for this game and having a leader on the field like he is. I'm just worried. I think if he was playing, you'd give him a lot more chance. I don't think you can underestimate the value of these senior players to this Broncos side. The younger halves in the cauldron, there's going to be 52,000 there. The Broncos are going to be extremely hard to beat at home. I just think that when we talk about getting up for games, maybe this is the the back end of this early season stretch where they're getting up for games. It's Broncos at Suncorp. You you will be up for it. I just don't think that pound for pound, they have the talent to be able to match the Broncos. Mm. Yeah. Well, Hughes, that ties into my next one. And for I know there's a lot of people who sit out there, they write down our plays and that they often multi our plays together, often particularly multi our locks together. So hopefully that they weren't too contrasting. But interesting to see which way they go this one and who who they back after you know a twenty six dollar shot last week, probably you. But I've gone to that game again. I've gone manly with the four and a half start in a same game multi into Tommy Turbo to score a double. It was initially going to be manly line into a turbo try, Garrett try, but I didn't want Garrett to not score and, and cost me a, a few of my bets. So I think Tommy Turbo double, manly line, four and a half start at $10. I think that's a great bet. The Bunnies, Hughes, and this is why your line surprised me a little bit, they're missing a lot. Totola's out this week. Harmay Saleh's out this week. Shaq Mitchell, who'd been good recently, is out. They're so, so light on middles. And because they've had so many mid-injury games to their, their middles in the first three rounds, Blokes have been forced to play really big minutes. I, I just think Manly have had a buy as well. They're a lot fresher, a couple of softer games. I, I think they'll be up for this. And I, I think they can cover that that line potentially quite comfortably. So we will see how that one, one goes down the track. Uh, and we'll get, we'll get to the Broncos game shortly. Sam, your Steve Jackson, Hail Mary of the week. 
Yeah, Miss Dave Jacko Hale, Steve Jacko Jackson Hail Mary. You have um, given me food for thought in because I've gone to the same game, the Manly Souths game. You've given me food for thought around how I've played it, but I, I won't change. Hmm. I reckon AJ can get a double. I reckon Latrell and Walker can score, and I think the Rabbits will win. You get oh. 51 bucks. If we're going have, that is what we call a Hail Mary, Jimmy. Yeah, if, sorry, mate. <laughs> um, you know, we don't want to miss the water between value and Hail Mary. That is a Hail Mary. <laughs> one bucks. AJ to score twice. Latrell, Cody, and Rabbits. So I think that Rabbits are going to be too good. Uh, I know they're missing a lot, but I think they'll be up for Johnny uh, Sattler's, you know, Obviously, he's passed away. They'll be fired up for that. They're going to be up for it. I think that the left edge of the bunnies, and um, they're doing a good good job, Manly. Um, they're still conceding a lot of points. I think that the bunnies are still the best attacking side when they're on. I think these blokes can, can be all around it. I think Cody's had a little bit of adversity. I think Latrell's looked really good. There's a lot of points in this side, and I think the Rabbits win the game. So you get 51 bucks about it. Um, I actually don't mind the play of having Ruben in there at some point. But, yeah, like I think they're probably your try scorers from that game. Let's see how it goes. Mm. The Bunnies can win. That doesn't give me rats as long as it's by four points, in which case everyone can go home happy. We'll be happy punters everywhere. Uh, the Sattler factor will be an interesting one. Coming. Someone's going to give him a, a massive pregame speech and get him up. Probably Gus Gould, even though he's irrelevant to the club. Yuzi, your Steve Jacko Jackson Hail Mary of the Week, 10% of our money. I'm going for the Cronulla uh, Dragons game. I'm going to do a same game multi, throw Cronulla to win by 1 to 12. Modelling-wise, I've got a slight lean towards the Dragons. Uh, so I'm going to say Cronulla to win, but not to win by much. Um, I'm going to throw the, that into the over 43.5, reason being... Sharks have been – all three of Sharks' games have gone over and two of the three St. George games have gone over. So I'm you know, flipping my script on the unders narrative from last week. I'm, I'm going to take some overs in this one. Uh, and then I'm going to roll that into Jaden Sewer to score. Uh, he's on that right edge attack coming in at Moylan and Wilton. Uh, I'm sure you boys have kind of uh, – been analysing this this edge as well a little bit, but uh, looking quite weak. So I think Sue is going to get over for a try. So that's going to level me out at $23. Mm, very nice. But yeah, fair shout. Moiser and Teague Wilton, they've been in all sorts there this season. Hanging on by a bit of a thread at times. So I reckon, yeah, don't hate the Sue to get over there at all. My Hail Mary, I have gone the Bridgie Broncos to the Broncos-Dolphins game to cover the line, 10 and a half line I got on there. Reese Walsh, anytime try scorer, along with Jesse Arthurs and Kurt Capewell. We saw Lockie Fitzgibbon go straight through Isaiah Katoa last weekend. Katoa's in a little bit of doubt this weekend, but look, let's be fair. It's Anthony Milford going in there for him anyway, so not the end of the world either way. I, I think it sits the same way. And I just think that back row are going at Isaiah Katoa, as good as he's been stepping up to NRL level, they're three from three, so it says it all as the half in the side. 5'8", I should say, but I think that I like that Reese Walsh looks unbelievable. His combination with Payne Hass, we saw that last week, and I just think they're going to go at that left edge a fair bit. So Jesse Arthur's on the wing as well. 
that gets you a combined total of, I've done it again. I've forgotten to write down my bloody odds for this. I think it was $21. $21 for that one, guys. So if you uh, contrasting plays here, particularly between yourself and I, Husey, and then we throw in Sam with the bunnies too. So you should see how this one plays out this week. Guys, we've linked up with better for the 2023 footy season. Each round of the season, we'll be producing exclusive SC playbook special markets of our own. We'll also be using all of their markets for our plays throughout the year. To follow along with them, you can find the link in any of it to any of their markets in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or on the social post that we'll send out on Friday afternoon. It's for those aged 18 plus only, and please remember to gamble responsibly. Last week, we had Valenheit Tyne Holmes for our special market score 50 plus official NRL fantasy points into Murray Tawalangi, anytime try scorer at $3.50. Tawalangi didn't score. The fantasy side of it, though, in a well-beaten side, Val still managed 47. So no good this week. Surprise, surprise, going back to the well there. Ruben Garrick, 60-plus official NRL fantasy points into Tommy Chaboyevich, anytime try scorer at $4.18 plus only. Gamble responsibly, link in house on the site. Uh, Sambo, we'll get through your tips quickly here, mate. It's late. We've had busy days, busy week to come. We've spoken about a few of them. Uh, Parramatta Eels versus Penrith Panthers. Eels at 3.20. To be honest, I couldn't believe you didn't go back. Speaking of going back to the well, you had Parra in your plays backing them for the last year and a half. They weren't in there. Who do you like in this one? They broke me. They have dead set broken <laughs> I, I, I cannot believe how these two lines were not covered out of those first three games. Oh, I'm a dead set broken man. But in saying that, I think they can cover the line. I just can't bring myself to have them in my plays. Um, Penrith could still go out there and turn it on, but I think that the start for Parramatta, you've got to take it. Seven and a half. Yeah, I'm taking it. I I am taking it. Um, I I think Parramatta will click into gear at some Mm. point. I know they've lost three and I know they've got two big weeks. You can get, I think you get around $3.50 or $3.70 for them to make the eight. Jesus. I, I, I say it all the time. This time of the year, the markets are, are, are so yeah. heavily weighted to a, for, for a few weeks of football. There's another 23 rounds to go. I mean, to me, they of course they make the eight. $3.75, I just do not see how they don't. So anyway, I think the Eels, I think the Eels can, um, can cover it, um, although I think Penrith are still the team to beat in this competition. Yep. And I mean, no one's really putting their hand up to compete to them too much, especially the big names. So I don't see why not. They, well, they can't do the treble, Sam, the Storm and the Tigers. You've tipped the Storm. Do you think they'll cover the eight and a half line? Yes. Moving on. Ready for bed, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, introduction to Cranky Sam Williams. Yes. (laughs) They're, um, look, they're, I'd be scared shitless of going into Craig Bellamy if I ever lost the West Tigers. Uh, I just think they'll be up for it. I think Munster will help them. He uh, he just brings so much to the team all round. So, yeah, I think they win. Dolphins, Broncos, you've tipped the Broncos in that one. North Queensland Cowboys, Gold Coast Titans. Cowboys, can they bounce back at $1.42? Yeah, I think they can. I think they've got too much class not to, being, being at home. Um, you know, fair play to the Titans. Massive win last week. Uh, they're proving a few people wrong early in the season, but I think the Cowboys will win. Cover the seven and a half line. 
I don't know if they need to, and they're a pretty gutsy team. They usually defend quite well, apart from last week. Um, what I will say is, I actually think that there's some some multis around some of these games. A lot, as I said, I'm not I'm not going to the well with the Eels Panthers. They can jam that. Melbourne to win. I think Broncos win. I think the Cowboys just win, not worrying about the line, and we'll keep rolling. Sam, you've tipped the Bunnies over the Seagulls, the Warriors, and the Doggies. The toughest game of the week for me. The market's currently at $1.74 for the Warriors. Who do you like here? I actually like the Warriors. I think that the Dogs need to prove to me that they're a consistent football side. Yes, they've had some, some good wins, but they need to prove that they can go over to New Zealand and beat these types of sides. Sometimes these are the bogey sides, and I think that the Warriors are showing plenty to be able to win their fair share of games this year. I, I still don't think they make the eight, but I, I'm, I'm happy to stick with the Warriors being at home. Mm, Warriors look lit at the moment. I'm so happy for them. Speaking of bogey sides, look, the Raiders did tell up the Knights twice last year, but the Knights were battlers and they were very narrow margins. The Knights prior to that, they knocked them off at the end of 2021. Knights at 268, Raiders $1.47. Who do you like here? I think the Raiders, and I think the Raiders win well, to be honest. I think the Knights have got way too many out. I know the Knights have proven difficult to the Raiders over the last few years, but I think the simple formula with the Raiders going through the middle against the lack of players that the Knights have, I, I, I can't see them losing Josh Papali'i back. I, I honestly like the dollar forty-seven. They're they're part of my multi as well. Up the Raids and Sam to wrap it up. The Dragons versus the Sharks in the local derby. Who do you like here? And the line is also at. I'll get it up. Who do you like here? Drags or Sharkies? Sharks will be my multi two. I think that they win. I think that they're they'll be seething after last week's loss. I reckon that um, Nico Hines is going to make a massive difference to them as well. Massive shout out to Braden Trindle. He's playing great football and he's going to put pressure on Matt Boylan unless he starts defending better on the left edge for the Sharks. Between him and Talakai, they've made too many tries early on in the season. So I think they will. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Corey Horsburgh. If I was ever in a blue, I would be hiding behind Jack White too. So I don't see that being an issue. Yeah. I'd be the last bloke in the competition, I'd fight Jack White. And boys, we'll wrap that up. Uh, it's past eight o'clock and Sam's got to get to bed. Sambo, thanks, mate. And good luck getting on the board this week for a change. Got any boys? No, I didn't get last week, but it's been a good first couple of weeks. We'll see you soon. Husey, you keep doing you, mate. You're, you're flying. Let's keep the roll on, boys. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.